T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome. It's Friday Eve. We call it Thursday. It is 6.08 time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers with the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Top stories. Chris Christie drops out. Headline. Who cares? Nick Saban retires. Ooh. That's much bigger news. Nick Saban. Yeah. The Nick Saban. They'll be talking about him 100 years from now. Now, uh... I'm sick and tired of Alabama winning everything all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, But yeah. there's no animus personally on any level. No. I have a great amount of respect for that coach and yep. the success that he has had. And he's going to hang it up. Some are speculating because the way college football is changing, uh, that the players can now you know, m- make money. Um, also, they, they jump in and out of these portals. And they say his ability to uh, get all the five-star recruits that he's used to getting may be much more challenging into the future. So some are speculating. You know, it could be he's made a lot of money, and he still appears to be pretty healthy. Why not have a life? (laughs) I, I, I get it. Some of these guys are wired in such a way that they can't. They can't have a life. Uh, But you've got to at least give it a shot you got to give it a try. When I say get a life, I mean whatever it is that you want to do, that you want to pursue, interests that you've had but never had the time, coaching in the uh, at that level oh my goodness. is a pretty yeah. hectic schedule and lifestyle. So anyway, uh, tip of the hat to Nick. And then, of course, the next thing will be, okay, who's going to replace him? Mm-hmm. My question is, who would want to? Man, talk about follow-up. Yeah, in the in the in that shadow in those shoes. Yeah, mm. that yeah. Know. Who That's would want to? Who would want to follow that? Oh yeah, I mean Ed, the paycheck. Sure, will be will be solid. Obviously, it's the the one of the most elite programs. Period. The pressure. But oh. again, follow saving. Mm. I don't know. And generally, these things there's usually a little you know a dip in the program. Generally, yep. not always. We'll see. We'll see. But, hey, congratulations to him in a career that really I don't – I think is pretty much unmatched by most. Pretty amazing. And um, and we wish him well. And it'll be interesting to see um, how they fill that void. Mm, good luck. Oh, so Chris Christie, he drops out of the primary. Again, no impact, no effect. What was he getting? Like oh, if, 2%. He drops, if he drops, there's going to be an impact. I'm just well, saying. <laughs> 
True. Cannonball! Oof. But, I mean, what impact? Like, who's going to get all his supporters? Ooh, they'll be fighting in the streets over is, that. Is 1% or whatever? Yeah. Or whatever hey, you. Hey, you guys. Hey, yeah. Come on over here. Yeah, all of you. It's only four of you. <laughs> um, but here's really one of the takeaways. Uh. Apparently, he was caught on a hot mic. Yeah. He was caught on a hot mic. And... Uh, Let's see. Well, even even Trump, I think, made some reference to that. He had a hot mic where he was talking to somebody about uh, the weather, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election. And, I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. <laughs> That's good. Here's what he said on the hot mic. She spent $68 million so far just on TV, Ooh. $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent $12 million. I mean... Who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment? Oh. Uh, the honest answer is nobody. Are you saying because you had a paltry twelve no. million that you did well based on that that number? Chris Christie, you could have spent two point five billion dollars and your support would have increased by maybe five people, and that's if you paid them directly. <laughs> and he went lunch. on to say on this hot mic. She's going to get smoked, yeah. referring to mm-hmm. Haley. And you and I both know, and she's not up to this. Wow. Well, you clearly weren't up to it. You didn't even come close to challenging her in any way, shape, or form. But, yeah, you know, that's Chris Christie. A lot of mouth. Never mm-hmm. was a fan. Never was a fan. And, in fact, I don't know that I know anybody who's a fan. No. Anybody. No. People that, people that have moved from actually, New Jersey. Oh, you yeah. Chris Christie guy? No. No. Yeah. Don't, don't. Don't. Okay. So there's that. Oh. And the question will be, okay, so who won the debate last night? Who won the debate between Nikki Haley and Governor DeSantis? Ooh. I know where you're going. No. You know where my brain's going, don't you? Well, it's where yeah. mine went, where yes. yours is going, exactly. where everybody else is. Yep. Who won? Who do you think won? Donald Trump. Ding, ding, ding. I mean, Woo. and that is, I mean, that truthfully <laughs> is the is. answer. Yeah. It is the answer. Uh, they did, you know, maybe some damage to each other. They were clawing at each other. They were arguing back and forth. But it was kind of boring. It was boring, and yeah, and I don't know that they either one really gave you something to really want to root for. Did you hear anything new? Is there anything that you really like? Wow, I can tell you, amazing. I can tell you one clip. What's that? That that I heard uh, this morning on uh, CNN as I was driving in, and it was uh, the abortion thing, Mm, and and he went after her on that uh, on language that she had used like Mm. um you know some republicans are going too far like they're going to put women in jail and he said you know that's the kind of rhetoric that you know hurts yes the republican party et cetera et cetera she did do a good job i thought of turning it around and she says Mm. we need to do more uh for the children we need to do more for the babies we need to do more for the mothers the way in which she kind of steered that into a... Mm. It's a subject that it's hard to find positivity in it. That's the only direction you can go in, is, oh, let's do everything we can to save the babies, 
Yes. And also look out for the mothers, meaning, mm-hmm. hey, maybe maybe give them some level of support so they can bring that child to term and then give it up for abortion if that's the choice they want to make. Make that a much more often yeah. choice. Yeah. And the, and the way that she presented it, hmm. um, yeah. I, I thought for mainstream, for mainstream, middle, you know, middle of the road Republicans, I think she covered her bases on that one at least. Well, Jen and I very, talk very about well. that a lot. It's like the the problem in in our country and and with the church in general. And we'll, I'll go down this road just a little bit. We're not doing enough to help the potential moms, whether it be to help them get through, because it's a lot of times it's financial. That's their big deal. Mm-hmm. I can't. I cannot afford a child. You get a young single mom. I can't afford a child. It's easier to go get an abortion because we're not giving them enough support. So, hey. We're going to help you financially. We're mm-hmm. going to help you learn how to take care of that child. We're not doing enough of that in our country, I don't that, think. That's a big thing, isn't it? Glenn Beck that's involved with a really big charity. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Does. And yes. apparently he's made a real difference, and he even breaks it down to like an amount. This amount of money will actually save a baby's life. Well, they're big on they want that mother to see an ultrasound and go, oh, it is a baby. It it's is not a life. A, it's not a glob of something. It's a beautiful and a miracle, not yes. something that's going to uh, ruin my future. Mm-hmm. 6.16 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Boy, oh boy, do we have plenty to talk about. Don't forget, when you get a chance, download the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Then search 97.3 The Sky. You'll be able to listen to podcasts and more. Coming up, Trump. And what he says about Arab countries and what would have happened if Biden wasn't the president. Interesting stuff. Coming up, News Talk 97.3 The Sky. What's going on in the southern border is an impeachable offense. It's a high crime. Weeknights at 6. When a president of the United States refuses to comply with federal law and, in fact, is purposely violating it. 97.3 The Sky. John, my friends, happy, happy day, Thursday, that is. It is 622. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top stories include Chris Christie dropping out. No big deal there, other than he was caught on a hot mic saying Nikki Haley's not ready and that she's going to get smoked. Mm. Yeah, caught on a hot mic. Yep. And... Nick Saban retires. There's speculation who would take the job. It's like, who would want to follow in those footsteps? Uh -uh. Impossible. Impossible. The pressure, enormous. The legacy, insurmountable. You can't do it. Also, top story, California avalanche kills one. I just recently, a few months ago, saw a documentary about an avalanche that happened in California in 1982. I believe it killed six or seven. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, it's the same place. Wow. Yeah. And That's interesting. in the documentary, they talk about how, just how prone this area is to avalanches. Huh. And That's interesting. Yeah. And again, I am one of those free will people. You take risks. You're willing to accept those risks. Uh, but an avalanche, I mean... Yeah, it's messy stuff. That's and dangerous. they do everything they can to be preventive, proactive. Sure. I mean, they have a whole like coalition of people that that's all they focus on. Mm-hmm. But yet still, occasionally, 
Well, you're going to have them, and then less occasionally, thankfully, you've got people that perish as a result. So they're not through this thing yet. Hunter Biden crashes, I guess, his own hearing. That was that was an interesting thing to watch. It it was a circus in, in every regard. And who was it? Mace out of South Carolina. I think yeah, she, she was. She was. Off. She was shredding on him, and uh, he ran out of there. Pretty much, with his tail between his legs. You see, the kind of broads that Hunter would hang out with, the kind of broads mm-hmm. that know to zip it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not used to being challenged no. by some dame. That's by some bro. I'm Hunter Biden. That's probably his approach. Smoking crack, and if you want to get naked, I'm already naked. Let's get down. Yeah, but pictures are going to show up, and that's too much. Yeah. Well, that's they also referred to that in the meeting. They they pointed, I think, well, it was to uh, Taylor Green Mm -hmm. about she showed pictures. Yeah. That you know what I mean. Yeah. And so the Democrats were like, you know, how terrible that was. It's like. Well, she didn't make him up. She didn't take the pictures. No, they, he did. It was in his laptop. <clears throat> what? Bob, the laptop was Russian disinformation. I think you forgot about that. One. Well, the Russians are pretty good then at well, apparently uh, they are they, uh, at, uh, at digitizing <laughs> images. Yeah, they're ahead of the curve with Photoshop. Yes, for they sure. are. Mm. All right. I know it's it's sports related, but Aaron Rodgers, you know, superstar quarterback, you know with the Packers for many mm-hmm. years, and then the Jets for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's still with them as far as I know, but he got They're hurt early in the season. What was it, like the first play almost? Pretty much. <clears throat> Feel bad for the guy. But he was a staple. He was a regular on Pat McAfee's show. Pat McAfee, for sports fans, I mean, there's no sports fan that doesn't know who he is, but I think beyond that, his name probably doesn't resonate a lot, but he's got a show and a, and a pretty good following. Well, Aaron Rodgers went on his show, and they have this kind of thing going back and forth. He does, Aaron Rodgers does, mm-hmm. with Jimmy Kimmel. And they were kind of calling it Kimmelgate. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, yep. and so basically Jimmy Kimmel thinks Aaron Rodgers is a dummy because he thinks vaccines are bad, which he didn't say, I think all vaccines are bad. He said, I question the legitimacy of this one. and. Mm-hmm. How it was tested and how long it was tested, etc. Fair. That's a reasonable thing. He said, "I'm not a scientist, but I can read." Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and then yeah, and then he also ripped on uh, Kimmel. What did he say? Something like, "Yeah, he went to you know Arizona State. He's got uh, you know 12 people that write jokes for him, and he can read off a teleprompter." <laughs> Bam! It was like, ooh, good shot. Yeah. Well, anyway, so this controversy went back and forth, and Aaron Rodgers also. Made some remarks, I guess, about some higher-ups at ESPN. And I guess people, well, the higher-ups got upset. But McAfee claims that he's the one who actually did it. He cut Aaron Rodgers from the show. Now, Aaron Rodgers would appear once a week. And, you know, from watching a couple of those interviews in the past, because I think Aaron Rodgers is an interesting yeah. fellow. Some could call him different or odd. I just I find him interesting. That's fair. And um, and so, yeah, I've, I've watched some of the interviews, and I got the impression that they were good pals, Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee. And, and I believe they were. But also, come to find out, what do you think Aaron Rodgers was being paid to pop in once a week on his show? Once a week. Once a week. One time a week and just chit-chat. He's got the camera in his house or whatever. Yeah. 
Oh, he's not even showing up like personally. He's like, no! he's zooming in is what you're saying. <clears throat> yeah. He's getting big bucks for this? Million dollars a year. Wow. <laughs> he must be benefiting the show somehow. Somebody thinks it's a good thing. That he had value. Yes. So now wow. uh, it's alleged or reported that he probably contractually will still get paid. Right. But he's not going to be on the show anymore. Although McAfee kind of backed a little bit off and said, I should say never. You know, we might have special appearances or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it boils down to it is this caving in to the political stuff? Is this caving uh, in to people who don't like free speech? I think that, that this is a huge part of all of that. We've got a lot more coming up. Who won the debate last night? If it's just between Nikki and Governor DeSantis, we'll talk about that. That's coming up next on 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. Whoa! What a coward. As it happens. Stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The news station. A short-term spending bill. To prevent a government shutdown. It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. An impeachment for Mayorkas. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. An attitude of gratitude, my friends. Be thankful for what you have. 6.39 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy here as well. Happy, happy Friday Eve. Yeah, we call it Thursday. Top stories. Chris Christie drops out. 
Nick Saban retires. Weather? Cold. But better than most. Like an avalanche in California that's already killed one Mm -hmm. and injured one. The same place where they had a deadly avalanche back in 1982. This is uh, near the Lake Tahoe area. It's in the California side. It's on the west side of of the lake. And... um yeah, it's very, very prone to avalanches, and then they had a deadly one. And they, they say it's due to the heavy snowfall and what they were calling a bomb cyclone. Oh, okay. Type blizzard. Bomb cyclone. Well, this whole weather system that's moved across the country. And the is, polar vortex? Well, sure, that's, you like that. I know. Uh, you, had the, you had the avalanche there, a lot of snow. You had the flooding where it wasn't cold enough to be freezing. Mm-hmm. And so we're, I mean, you know, we like to whine the fact that it's okay. It's in the 40s right now. We're kind of, oh, it's so cold outside. We're not getting flooded. We're not, uh, you know, dealing with an avalanche. It could be worse. You yeah, know? So it could be a lot worse. Just yeah. There's your attitude of gratitude I was talking I, about. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, <laughs> district attorney in Georgia, Fulton County, uh, Fannie Willis, oh, who's yeah. been in the news recently, The allegation is um, she appointed a special prosecutor Mm -hmm. to go after Trump. And as part of that, the DA has control over sums of money that are paid to the appointed law firm. Right. Well, apparently she has some sort of relationship with an attorney from this law firm. And allegedly the money that was paid for the law firm to help attack Donald Trump and prosecute... They may have been spending a portion of that going on lavish Mm. trips and vacations together. So there's that. Whoops. Now, this just coming out, the same Fannie Willis, Mm -hmm. um, just when you, you know, she was trying to get her butt out of trouble in one (laughs) area. See what she did there. I had to work it in somehow. Yeah, I know. Now it appears, or it's alleged, she secretly colluded with that one-sided Democrat-run January 6th committee, colluded with them to obtain tips that would help her prosecute Donald Trump. Hmm. And went so far as to keep it out of court and public view using a procedural trick. This revelation could upend the prosecution of Trump and 18 co-defendants because the evidence was concealed to keep it away from discovery requirements. You know... Like the ability to defend yourself against charges, your ability for your attorney defending you to see all of the evidence that will be presented against you. You mean the way our system is supposed to be set up in America? Well, it's supposed to be. That old kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Um, so, that, I mean, this, these are, again, I don't know how much information, how much solid proof they have of this kind of thing going on, but... Uh, this is according to Breitbart and uh, Joel Pollack, who's been around the block a few oh, yeah. times. Absolutely. The lawyers from the January 6th committee shared evidence with Willis when she was convening a special purpose grand jury prior to the criminal grand jury. Since there were no defendants, Politico notes, there could be no defense motions for discovery because the January 6th committee later destroyed its records. Why would they do that? Oh, that's weird. Destroyed their records. Hmm. Wow. Uh, Ironically, given that President Donald Trump faces a separate prosecution for mishandling government documents. (laughs) Well, there's some some irony for you. It may not be possible for the defense to obtain all evidence against it. So anyway, I mean, 
Huh. When you say it's a witch hunt, when you say it's the fix is in, when you say aspects of our government, the judicial system, the DOJ, weaponized against one Donald J. Trump, all of these allegations, all of these things that are that we know have happened factually, I mean, they continue to happen. And I think more and more people are waking up to that fact, and that's why you're seeing not only unwavering support for Donald Trump as a candidate to be president, but growing support. Because people say he's represent he represents something bigger in some ways, and that is the political enemy of the left. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is not just the left, he's also the enemy of the elitist entrenched Republican class as well. And people are sick and tired of the way they have handled things when they've had opportunities Mm -hmm. or didn't handle them. So, yeah, that's why Donald Trump continues to do well. He he will. He appeared last night, town hall meeting on Fox with uh, Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. Martha, so sweet. He did great, I thought. Yeah. Oh, Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll go, I'll give you my reaction coming up. I was going to do, you know, the Uh classic tease, Greg. Well, you are a big tease, Bob. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, Trump crushed it. I'll tell you why and how and use some of his own words along the way. It's all coming up on The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local. We are 97.3 The Sky. Their plan has got to be to remove Gaza as a launching pad forever. Weekdays, 3 p.m. The longer this continues, there's not going to be much to return to in Gaza. On 97.3 The Sky. Happy Thursday and good morning. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy live and local on 97.3 The Sky. If you get a chance, download the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it. Search for 97.3 The Sky, and you'll have access to interviews, podcasts, and more. It's a great deal, and it's free. That is a great deal. Free. Wow. Got a lot free. Yeah. Hunter Biden in the news, one of the top stories. He crashes a hearing that, well, it was about him, but he wasn't really invited this time. Now, he's been invited before, uh, but... They want him in a closed-door meeting. He wants it to be public. Usually when you're subpoenaed, you don't get to set the arrangement and the details and all of the things involved in that. You don't, you're the one that's under subpoena. And an interesting piece, Benjamin Weingarten in the uh, in New York Post, an op-ed, is Hunter Biden intent on sabotaging his father's 2024 bid for re-election? Yeah, it's an interesting question. You know, if the president's troubled son wanted to draw the maximum amount of attention at the very moment his father faces the most grave political punishment one could face of impeachment, that, you know, Hunter, what what would... He do differently. The Hunter Circus returned Wednesday when flanked by his lawyer, Abby Lowell, and bank roller Kevin Morris. 
The younger Biden caused a ruckus, unexpectedly marched into it shortly thereafter out of a House Oversight Committee hearing regarding holding Hunter on a contempt of Congress charged for defying congressional subpoenas. Now, this was a few weeks ago that landed him in hot water. Mm -hmm. He was to appear privately December 13th for a deposition with the House impeachment investigators pursuant to the subpoenas in question. Well, Hunter ignored the congressional demands, but he he didn't just ignore them. Instead, he kind of rubbed salt in whatever wounds there are. He, He really added gasoline to a fire because he did show up. But he showed up on the Capitol Senate side, which would be out of the clutches of one of the House sergeant-at-arms. I wondered about that. Yeah, because they could have held That's, him. Yes, absolutely. And and then uh, he was basically daring Republican members to hold him in uh, contempt. The legislators called his bluff, bluff and they commenced the uh, contempt of Congress proceedings. Hunter also brought even more heat on his father. He shifted the goalposts into another zip code by saying that Joe was merely not financially involved in Hunter's business when his father previously denied knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he kind of did that. All right, so between Hunter's exploits on Capitol Hill the lodging of lawsuits left and right against those responsible for exposing his alleged criminal acts and frequent appearances in recent months by his father's side, the man is not keeping a low profile. Why would you operate in such a risky manner? Well, he barges in. He's there for 20 minutes. He leaves. He says he wants to only have these hearings or whatever in public, whatever that kind of really means, and as opposed to, I guess, a closed session. So, But... So why would he want them to be? I mean, even if it's if something's in, in in a closed setting, it's all documented. What is he looking for? What's his angle there? He's looking to play the victim card. Mm-hmm. They're looking to offset and dilute the attacks that are taking place against Trump on many different levels. Against Trump. Okay. They're diluting that. In other words, okay. they're saying... Oh, hey, don't believe there's a witch hunt against Trump. If there's a witch hunt, it's against Hunter. Oh, I got you. Okay. You see? Mm -hmm. That's the card that he's playing. And to say, look, it's a right wing Mm -hmm. witch hunt. Why are they picking on me, little old Hunter? Mm -hmm. I'm just a private citizen. (laughs) Okay, I made some mistakes. Drugs made me do a lot of things I wouldn't have done. But you did the drugs, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. And so, yeah, hmm. is is that uh, what he's trying to do? We're trying to think. Why well, else would he do it? And then every time you hear Hunter mentioned uh, in the mainstream media, whenever they talk about the connection between Hunter and his dad, they always like to say unsubstantiated. Even Republicans say they have found no connection, no smoking gun. I'm thinking, who of their mind believes that at this point? I guess a lot of lefties that don't really pay attention and don't want to look at any of the evidence that, uh, you know, James Comer has already put together through their investigative uh, efforts. But you have to remember the personality that is Hunter. The personality that he, he wasn't the favorite kid. 
Bo was. True. Bo was True. the winner, quote unquote. He was the loser rebel well, child. Kind of, yeah. Yes, he was. And and so yeah. as part of that, what do those people do? They behave in ways that are damaging to themselves and those around him. The drug use, the tawdry behavior, all of that. Well, that's what's happening here. It's almost like his own insecurities are coming out and coming to roost. I don't know if it's consciously or subconsciously, but I don't think he's helping his dad's campaign. 6.56 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thanks for tuning in. Happy, happy Thursday. Come on, the weekend's right around the corner. And stay bundled up. It's a chilly morning in this area. 97.3, the sky. means a breath of fresh air, new beginnings, and it also means new news, the presidency, are you ready, an election year, impeachment, added to the federal debt, debt limit crisis, world peace, keep it on the sky in 2024, and we'll keep you up on the new news that matters, a lot will happen, new year, primary race, when you cast your vote, new news, securing the border, Hamas and Islamic Jihad, Israel is fighting the just war, the news station is News Talk 97.3. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome. Hour number three of our get together. It's the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It is 806, your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Nick Saban retires from Alabama. Can you believe it? Chris Christie has dropped out of the race. Good. Hopefully he's retired too. And also, uh, you've got cold weather to contend with here. But a headline out of California, an avalanche has killed uh, at least one out there. And Hunter crashes a hearing on Capitol Hill. Those are some of your stories. But right now we've got a special guest in the studio. And it has to do with veterans. And veterans have sacrificed so much for us, there is never too much that we can do for them. And my friend Dan DeMarco represents Soldiers Freedom Outdoors. This is a local gem that we're blessed with in our own community that helps veterans and changes, in many cases, their direction in life. Trying to, trying to lower that number of 22 suicides a month. Trying to change that number, right? That's what we're doing. Yes, sir, Bob. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Dan DeMarco, welcome to the Bob Rose Show. It's good to see you again. You too. Enjoying this cold weather. Yeah, I, look, I look at it as a break, but I don't want it every day all the time. So tell me 
about, I know you have a program, it's a $10 monthly donation. That seems to be readily affordable, really, for anybody. If you look at what a cup of coffee and a donut cost these days, I mean, $10 a month uh, to help Soldiers Freedom Outdoors. How can people get enrolled in that? Uh, you just go to soldiersfreedomoutdoors.org, click on the donate button, and become a monthly recurring donor. It's uh, roughly 33 cents a day. You know, all that money goes back to help our veterans. Uh, you know, uh, for 12 years, this will be 12 years now, we're still, nobody gets paid. Uh, I don't want to sit here and say that'll, that'll be forever. Uh, as we grow, we serve more veterans, expand. But uh, we are very, very responsible with our donations. And uh, all of it goes back to serve our brave men and women and their families. Yeah, and, and, and really it does impact the community beyond that. Located in, in Melrose, uh, Camp Freedom, uh, you host uh, all kinds of events. You've got equestrian programs that you can put your kids in. You don't have to be a veteran for that program and it helps to raise funds absolutely yeah we have a a, a huge horse program uh with uh for for military we we give quite a big discount and of course uh, civilians are welcome you can check that out on our website as well and all that helps camp freedom helps soldiers freedom outdoors yeah and you're utilizing the property that it's on not just for the veterans to to enjoy themselves which is really what it's about or that's the main focus so you can be around others that may have had you know, similar experiences and how they can relate to each other and help each other. But upcoming events, like everybody is invited to this February event, and it is the Florida Hunt 10, they call it. And this is for enthusiasts that have metal detectors, right? It is. It's huge. And actually, uh, one of the best groups we've ever worked with. And, you know, a lot of veterans do metal detecting. It's a, it's a therapy. It's a hobby. They get out. They get exercise. Get in the woods. Find new treasures. It's kind of fun and exciting. And, and if you've never done it, well, come on out and, and give it a try. It's going to be open to the public. It's two-day event. It's $100 for both days to metal tech, to come out and metal detect uh, 700 acres, uh, whether you're a, a professional or a novice. Uh, and, and then we're going to have, a, we have some seeded stuff going on where we, you know, we got about $4,000 worth of coins that'll be planted out along the ranch. And then we have a, a beautiful beach setting for just for the kids. So we're going to have a special, uh, kids hunt, seeded hunt where they'll, they'll get introduced to metal detecting and have a great time. We'll have wagons running around the property for transport. We're going to have great food. And this is just a big fundraiser for us, but it's a lot of fun. And if you're, you know, there's going to be a ton of vendors there too. So if you're into metal detecting, want to get into metal detecting, want to support our cause, come on out in February 24th and 25th that weekend. It's a Saturday, Sunday. You also can look up that information on our Facebook page or at soldiersfreedomoutdoors.org. Yeah, bring the whole family. That's Everybody's invited to this, and all the money raised goes right to Soldiers Freedom Outdoors and helping our veterans. So it's totally a win-win. Also, your blacksmithing program seems to be pretty popular. Yep, it is. We fill it every time. Uh, once a month, we have a two-day blacksmithing class for our veterans. It is free. There is no charge. Carl Oliver. Um does a great job great job teaching the class uh donates all his time and uh you know that's how it is with all our our stuff out there you know we have uh, uh horses 101 for military children coming up this weekend free for the family to come out and uh the kids get to learn about horses they get to ride we do a hay ride around the farm uh we, we have so many different events uh, of course our banner uh uh four-day retreats for our veterans that's uh that's your main focus. Uh, that's our main focus is where a lot of the healing takes place. But 
all this other stuff, uh, there's so many things that we do that a lot of people don't know about. Like, uh, we're going to start a beekeeping class for veterans. I've heard it's, there was quite a buzz about that. Uh, <laughs> it's good. This spring. Uh, <laughs> it's in the works. Late. We got our first hives, and, and we're excited about that. So all these things make a difference. And I'll be honest, the blacksmithing has been amazing because a lot of the veterans come out. They take this class. They get to make their knife. They learn how to make their own leather sheath. And you know what? They're going home and starting their own. Yeah. You know, and it's good for And Carl Oliver, it's not like he doesn't feel like he's competing with him. He's training all these people. Uh, he's Yeah, he is amazing. And then, he, you know, he gives out their phone number if they got questions. So it's very therapeutic. And it's also an introduction to uh, possibly getting that veteran to a retreat. Well, that's the thing is all these things, the equestrian stuff is therapeutic, whether you're riding or just learning how to take care of an animal, that sense of responsibility in that, the blacksmithing thing, same thing, that develop a skill that you could turn into a hobby or maybe even a business. I love it how you're having more and more things go, uh, and I know you have some other exciting programs that you're not ready to completely uh, uh, take, take public right now, but they are very interesting and exciting things that benefit beyond the circle of veterans. We do. We have some things coming up we'll talk about next month. Uh, and, and I want to put this out there. If you're, if you're a business owner and you want to be a corporate sponsor, you can sponsor uh, a water sports day for veterans and their families. You can sponsor that four-day retreat for veterans. You can sponsor a blacksmithing class. A lot of different things you can get involved in uh, at a lot of different levels. Um, but I want to see as the community come together. And, you know, those $10 donations a month, you know, one, yeah, but what if we had 1000 yeah. A thousand people get together. Right. $10 a month is a lot when you're talking about a thousand or 1,500 people. That's where the power is. It's in everybody saying, hey, I'm going to do my part. It's not a huge part, but along with other people in the community, I can make a difference for veterans' lives. In fact, maybe even save a veteran's life. That's right. It's all about working together. Teamwork makes the dream work. And, it, you know, little donation, small donation, uh, that's what counts. But I also want to say thank you to everybody that has ever supported us, that still supports Soldiers Freedom Outdoors. All our small sponsors, large sponsors, uh, you've been great. And we're just excited for the future. We got we still have a big task to take on with making sure our veterans are on the right track and moving forward. And uh, we're looking forward to 2024. I just have to ask you again, are you really doing this beekeeping class or are you just blowing smoke? Ah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. Dance I will I won't end an interview until I've used all of my material. Okay, well, we're done now. Welcome to my world. That's man. it. So you just get this once a once a month or so, but uh yeah. Dan DeMarco, Soldiers Freedom Outdoors. For more information, you can find him on Facebook or go to soldiersfreedomoutdoors.org. Help veterans. Ten bucks a month makes a huge difference. Anything you can do. Volunteer, all of that. It's an awesome program. I stand behind it. I'm proud to be Dan's friend. It is 8.15. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and we'll talk more about debates and town hall meetings last night on 97.3 The Sky. There are people who apparently don't understand the relationship between economic policy and then what that does to the market. Now, 10 p.m. nights. And how it affects people. On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome to Friday Eve. That's right. Happy Thursday, everybody. It is 820. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. 
It's the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassie. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is brisk yes. outside. It is crispy. Mm. It is cool. Yes. Things are drying uh, out. You know, the storm that moved through, I don't know if I mentioned this, I had a, a you know, pretty decent-sized branch, call it a branch, but on a big tree. It's pretty heavy. It's a limb. Fall, fall yeah. on our house yeah. in Keystone. And um, luckily, it, it appears it didn't do much damage. That's a little good. bit bent uh, a gutter, but uh, they need to be replaced anyway. There you go. And so, I was pretty proud of myself, though, Greg. You, you'd have been cheering. You'd have been. You would have been uh, putting that stamp on my man card. Well, here, here's what I know about it. You used a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and you came to work, and you had all arms and legs intact. That's all I. That enough to me? That's a win for you with a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The storm wasn't even through yet, and I was out there cutting that thing up. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. I was feeling like a real man. That was. I could. I couldn't hardly stand the smell of my own testosterone. <laughs> It was. Uh, uh, that's called sweat, Bob. It's oh. called sweat. Oh. Well, you, okay. So we had that, and then it's dry and cold, but it's going to get wet again and then colder. So yeah, that's what we're looking at over this uh, this weekend. Yeah, we are. And uh, and for some, it's three day weekend. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, day is Monday. Uh, I'll, I'll go down that path in a minute. But let me do this. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick has parted ways with. Robert Kraft and the New England Patriots. Mm. This, you know, the big news, I thought, especially if you, big sports news, yeah. I don't think it got much bigger than Nick Saban retiring. Nick right. Saban retired, for, in huge. case you're, yep. you hadn't heard. But Bill Belichick said, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. They're so competitive, these guys. Yeah. One of sports' most iconic coaching tenures is over. The Patriots and Bill Belichick will part ways, apparently, today. ESPN.com is reporting that. Rumors had swirled around. Belichick's future all season as the Patriots finished with a 4-13 and record, missed the playoffs uh, for the third time in four seasons. He's enjoyed little success without Tom Brady and is now without a job. Belichick, widely regarded as one of, if not the best coach of all time, led the Patriots for 24 years, famously winning six Super Bowls with the team. Six Mm. Super Bowls! That's a lot of rings. That's crazy. It is. For one franchise in a period of 24 years, and really, I mean, if you go back to the last one, that would he did in what, 19, I guess, years? That's amazing. So, yeah, there was a lot of talk about what would happen. And mm-hmm. I think he was fairly candid about at least saying that he was going to meet with Robert Kraft and they were going to have, you know, discussions. I, I'm pretty sure that this was a mutual type thing. I would, and maybe I'm just guessing that, mm-hmm. but I would think. Now, Belichick's 71 years old. Oh, my goodness. But he has no plans to retire. He didn't put squat in his 401k. Oh, he's got to keep working then. No, I'm yep. just kidding. <laughs> I think financially he's going to be okay. He'll get by. He'll get by. But it's interesting. He has no plans to retire. He needs just 15 more wins to match Don Shula's all-time wins record, regular season and playoffs by a head coach in NFL history. But he met over the last several days, apparently, with the owner, Robert Kraft, and they reached this mutual decision 
There's supposed to be a news conference today uh, at noon. And again, just with the Saban thing, who who is going to fill those shoes? And you look, you've got clearly oh you've got some rebuilding to do. Yes. So again, another challenge, another great gig, but another tough gig. Impossible to follow a legacy like that. I shouldn't say impossible. I'd say nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I mean, there'll never be another Joe Montana was said, but Steve Young did pretty darn good for the 49ers as well. So we'll see what happens. Uh, once again, these people live in a stratosphere oh. where we don't have to worry about them no. fighting with the homeless no. for to have a roof over their heads. No. But sports still does play, I think, an important role in our society to be... When it's proper, when it's done properly, to be a pressure release valve for people. When they keep politics out of it. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why they've ruined so many sports in the last two or three years, four years. I know. They just can't, they can't yeah. help themselves. No. All right. Um, some of the other things that we've been talking about is the judge in that case in New York is not going to let Trump speak in his own closing arguments. Now, granted... If you have an attorney, uh, what, what's the old saying? Something like, only a fool would represent themselves or right. something like mm-hmm. that. But in this case, when you have the skills of a Donald Trump and the ability to make persuasive arguments, and this is a case against you, you should be able to speak on your own behalf. So he asked for permission. The judge granted it, but then he rescinded it and said no, hmm. or put very tight limitations on it. And this is the case that was brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. And you know you know what this whole thing is about, right? It's the claim that Trump, or the Trump people, inflated by billions of dollars on financial statements that helped him secure business loans and insurance. But there's no injured party. Right. No banks have stepped forward and said, yeah. He pulled one over on us, man. Now, if he went upside down in the loans, that might be a different story. But he paid them back. And and to really to cap it all off, there's a lot of debate about how far off he was anyway mm-hmm. when issuing valuation on his own properties. Uh, and by the way, and I think the judge threw this one out, but it, it was the disclaimer part yes. well, of... of you know, of when they put together the financial package. Yeah, to, they, would, they wouldn't let him address that. And that was on the very front of the folder. And they wouldn't let him speak on that. And really, in layman's terms, it basically said, look, these are the valuations. These are the numbers that we've come up with. Uh, and, and, and your evaluations may differ. But here's the numbers as we see them. Isn't that... Is, there's no, there is no case here. No, do your homework. None. No. It's raw partisan politics and the attempted destruction of your political enemy. It's as clear as day. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Fanny, falling on her fanny again. This case out of Georgia against Trump, falling apart even further. I'll share that information with you next on 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending 
on the sky. Albert Snow Jr. Is, is responsible for one of the more heinous acts that we've seen in Ocala in a long time. The news that's trending. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hospitalized. National Security Council didn't know it. White House didn't know it. The news that's now. Illegal immigration. This is a national crisis that has to be resolved by Congress. The news station. Hello, Iowa. The MAGA Republicans, led by a defeated president. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. Happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to it. It is 834. And your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And major headlines, Nick Saban quits Alabama. Bill Belichick quits the New England Patriots. I mean, these are like the stability type things in sports. When you turn on a Patriots game, you expect the camera to pan over to Belichick. Deep in thought. With his cut-off sweatshirt, right? You expect Nick Saban with a somewhat stoic delivery, right? Dealing with the press. Success. Both men have certainly experienced that. Saban goes out, maybe not on top, but pretty darn close to it. Mm, Quite a reputation behind him, needless to say. I mean, look, he lost... To the eventual national champions, Michigan, and if right. you saw what they did to Washington, uh, that's a pretty darn good team. So anyway, what's going to happen at Alabama? How do you fill those shoes? What's going to happen in New England? How do you feel fill those shoes? At least in the Belichick scenario, the fans, as much as they love him, mm-hmm. were probably starting to question things because, I mean, the last, what, four seasons or three of the last four have not been very good. This one... I don't know. It's got to be the worst season he's ever had. Would they have four wins or something? Not very Patriot-like. So, look, it's the land of sports, but it is a diversion that we, I think, sometimes need. I know I I need it sometimes. But important things are going on, like shaping our future, and voting is a big part of that. And all these people that are questioning or outraged by our borders being wide open, you better vote. Mm-hmm. You better vote, especially if you've opened your pie hole one time. Yeah, yeah. you better vote. I really, it's, it's. We always say this is the most important election. I can say, all the elections in my lifetime, you could say that about probably. But this one, based oh. on my life's experience, oh my goodness. truly is. Yeah, I, I've never seen the complete and utter weaponization of government to the extent that I have seen move against Donald J. Trump, mm-hmm. even when he was a candidate the very first time. The questions about how did he lose yeah. in 2020? Yeah. He got more votes than any other sitting president in history, mm-hmm. but yet... He lost to a guy who campaigned from his basement, who was a twice-before failure as a presidential candidate, who was plagued by a plagiarism and lying about his education. And still, somehow, that guy from the basement, the oldest, whitest, most tired guy in government, gets elected by so-called progressive-minded people? Yeah, but Bob, he was so popular, he got more votes than his predecessor, uh, Barack Obama. 14 million more votes 
than Barack Obama. That's believable? No, it's not. Okay. I'm Bob Rose, election denier, and proud of it. Because I know the Constitution is on my side. The very nature of the First Amendment is about questioning the government. But yet they want to make it a crime when people question the government. It's exactly what the First Amendment was designed for. It wasn't so that you could argue about a football game. No. It was designed so that you could make it known that you're unhappy with your government. And you can say why. And that has been protected, mm-hmm. but not so much as of late, not when Donald J. Trump is involved, apparently. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and talk to Hollywood. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sure. Appreciate what you do every day, man. You guys are fighting a good fight. Um, you know, this whole attack against uh, former President Trump. Um, you know, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, he goes, in the end times, it's, you know, there's going to be all these different signs, but one of them, he said, there's going to be kingdom raised up against kingdom. And I think there's a, a, a very spiritual battle of the kingdom of good against the kingdom of evil. And just seeing what our government is doing to conservatives like President Trump, I mean, even my wife getting kicked off of Facebook, so Facebook jail over and over again just for, you know, posting data that is peer-reviewed scientific data. And it's just, um, you know, the, the good news is Jesus is still on the throne, and I believe that uh, revival is coming to America. So God bless you guys, and God bless America. Thank you, Hollywood. God bless you and your lovely wife and your whole family. Elon Musk has uh, has come out and demanded election security. He said the lack of voter ID laws is insane. He's now, right. we've been saying that here on this show for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There, You maybe have seen the, the memes where there is a long list of things that require a form of identification for you to be able to do. Oh, it's a huge you know, list. Like drive, uh, yeah. get on an airplane, car. get Sudafed from yeah, uh, your right. local uh, drugs, all that stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and yet... You can cast a vote. One of the most important rights that we have. And you can cast a vote and not have to clearly, in in some states, you know, identify yourself. So Elon Musk is taking a public stand for stricter U.S. voting laws, calling for mandatory in-person voting, requiring identification across all 50 states. And he said this in multiple comments on his social media site, X. And he said, in the USA... You don't need a government-issued ID to vote. You can mail in your ballot. This is insane. And he's right, and we have said the same thing. And it is interesting. I got into, I guess, a little bit of a debate with somebody who uh, is involved with higher education and and politics. Mm-hmm. And let's just say this gentleman who is a, a great guy other in these areas where clearly we don't see eye to eye he was practically foaming at the mouth and this was a few years back yeah so upset at the idea of having to present an id to vote what yes saying how that is racist you're el- eliminating or hijacking the ability for uh for those struggling socioeconomic 
struggling to be able to do that, like the cost of an ID, which in some states they've waived now. Yes, they do. In other states, it is not very expensive. And so, but I mean, I'm telling you, the argument was delivered with such a level of passion. One had to think, like, do you really believe it? And then you have to wonder, it's like, so you live in this, you know, land of higher education. You Mm. live in this little, you know, castle. And you really must not be in touch with regular folks because um, your pictures of, like, people living in poverty and in, you know, shacks and stuff like that, what does it come from? Like the 1930s? Did he think that maybe you didn't have to have any ID to get a government program or get a government check or cash that government check? You don't do that, I mean, unless you're an illegal immigrant. You don't do that as an American citizen without an ID. Look, it, he became very, very heated, very Amazing. quickly, very vehement, and Amazing. and yeah, and and wouldn't there? Mm. You couldn't have any sort of a debate because this is based on logic. Of course, you should be able to identify yourself to cast a vote. Sure, and we know that uh, mail-in voting, balloting, we know that it is ripe uh, for problems. Oh yeah, corruption. We know that. I mean, there were so many years where you had to vote in person and on just one day. Yep. And somehow, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. tens of millions of people somehow were able to do it when transportation in many areas wasn't as readily available as it is now. Yeah. Uh, it just it boggles my mind, and it's like... Are you getting so defensive because you don't really think that the ideas of the left specifically would be supported by a majority of Americans? Is that behind the kind of defensiveness? Knowing that, hey, if we don't rig it, and when I say rig, yeah, it could be all different things. But if you can't if you can't win without rigging it, what does that tell you? Your ideas are flawed, mm-hmm. but they don't see it that way. They see it as, and I've talked about this before, their failure to maybe present their ideology in a more effective way. Yeah, but Bob, didn't you hate waiting like a week or two when they had to count all those votes in one day to know who won? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, well, it didn't work that way, did it? Right. No. Yeah. It does now. So we went yeah. backwards yeah, in we time did. in the yes. time and space continuum when we had elections on one day and they were able to, you know, count all the votes before the before midnight. Yeah, you knew who was gonna win. Yep. And and apparently we are a long way from that now. Hmm. Yep. And that's why they call them progressives. Huh. I think they need a new name. Indeed. And I'll give you a couple of them, but not on the air. <laughs> on the air, Bob. Do it during the break. 845, you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Don't forget to download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you could find podcasts and all that. Just search for 97.3 The Sky. Show. What about the thousands of Chinese nationals entering our southern border? Afternoons at 3. The top geopolitical foes, Iran, Russia, and China. Why are they being allowed into this country? On News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
Good morning and welcome. 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. Happy, happy Thursday, almost Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Uh, chilly this morning for sure, uh, but then weather might not really improve much as there's some rain expected on Friday, and it's kind of going to be one of those up and down weekends where you're going to have to really almost do the hour-by-hour radar thing, I have a feeling. Yeah, I was watching that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how, how that goes down. Fannie Willis, Georgia's Fulton County District Attorney, who brought election interference charges against Donald Trump and 18 co-defendants, has been subpoenaed now in a divorce case involving a special prosecutor she hired in the Trump case. A process server delivered the subpoena to her office on Monday, according to a court filing reviewed by the Wall Street Journal, which first reported the subpoena. It requests that Willis testify in the divorce case involving her top prosecutor, Nathan Wade, and his wife, Jocelyn Wade. The Wades filed for divorce in Cobb County, just outside Atlanta, in November of 21. Um, The filings in the case have been sealed since February of 22. Now, it was earlier this week, Mike Roman, a former Trump campaign official and co-defendant in the interference case, is facing uh, seven criminal charges. He filed a motion that is accusing Willis and Nathan Wade of an improper clandestine personal relationship during the pendency of this case. The filing offered no proof of the relationship or any uh, wrongdoing. The motion claimed that the alleged relationship between Willis and Nathan Wade resulted in, quote, the special prosecutor and in turn the district attorney profiting significantly from this prosecution at the expense of the taxpayers, unquote. Willis has benefited substantially and directly and continues to benefit from this litigation because Wade is being paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to prosecute this case on her behalf. Yeah, she appointed her friend, we'll call him, very good friend that she's traveled with and doesn't deny that. So uh, she appointed him as this uh, special prosecutor or whatever, and then has to pay for those legal services, right? Because they're not in-house. Right. Nearly $654,000 in legal fees in 22 and 23 while working on this election interference case. But in this motion filed by one of the accused, uh, it further claimed without evidence that Willis and Nathan Wade traveled together to vacation destinations including Florida, Napa Valley, and the Caribbean. The Guardian contacted Willis and Nathan Wade for comment. Neither had yet spoken publicly on uh, the subpoena. Hmm. If these allegations are true and there's other folks that are kind of looking at this and scrutinizing it further... Uh, this is the kind of thing that would absolutely get you booted out of office, and maybe more. And it also goes to show the extent of which uh, people will bend over backwards to try to attack Donald Trump. Yep. And, and then, in another story where Fanny's name comes up, um, 
now there's allegations that she colluded with January 6th committee members to obtain tips that would help her prosecute Donald Trump and tried to keep it out of court and public view using a procedural trick. So normally, any information that would be kind of evidence in the prosecution would be given to the defense. It's called discovery. But in this case, allegedly, this information was not shared. Playing games. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Lawyers from the January 6th committee shared evidence with Willis when she was convening a special purpose grand jury prior to the criminal grand jury. Since there were no defendants, Politico notes, by the way, there could be no defense motion for discovery. In other words, the special purpose grand jury wasn't necessarily going after specific defendants, I guess, initially. So there's nobody to send discovery to because Hmm. nobody at that point is being, you know, held criminally or or civilly even for that matter. And here's the interesting thing. January 6th committee, they destroyed their records. Why would you do that? Aren't there still cases <laughs> pending that that have to do with the claims that somehow Donald Trump was an insurrectionist? Uh yeah. Yeah. And you destroyed evidence That leads me to believe only one thing. They had evidence that would refute the insurrectionist label and be very supportive of Donald Trump. That's what I think. We're approaching uh, 856 on the Bob Rose Show. We've got a lot more coming up in the 9 o'clock stretch. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. means a breath of fresh air, new beginnings, and it also means new news. The presidency. Are you ready? An election year. Impeachment. Added to the federal debt. Debt limit crisis. World peace. Keep it on the sky in 2024, and we'll keep you up on the new news that matters. A lot will happen. New year. primary race. When you cast your vote. New news. Securing the border. Hamas and Islamic Jihad. Israel is fighting the just war. The news station is News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, let's stretch it out. Uh, does it feel good? I think it does. You're flexing pretty good there, too, dude. Thank you. You know, for a thin guy like yourself. Trying to get all ripped up, shredded up, brother. Uh, it is 906 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It is Thursday. Happy, happy Friday Eve. Let's make the best of it. Your top stories, well, in the sports world, for sure. Nick Saban stepping down as head coach of Alabama. Wow. Only to be maybe one up to buy, I don't know. But I guess it would be the same version, basically, in the NFL. Bill Belichick parting ways with the Patriots. Been there for like 24 years. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a shakeup. To some. Unexpected for others. They're all going to be okay. That's the thing. We talk about that. Now, Hunter Biden, is he going to be okay? I guess the better question is, was he ever okay? (laughs) He is not okay. Even if he's not in jail, he's not okay. Um, So he shows up, 
at this uh, at this meeting of uh, the House because they were going to what find him in contempt of the House because he didn't show up uh, to a subpoena, but he did show up on the Senate side. Basically, kind of rubbed their face in it, made a statement, yep. and then ran away. Nah, I guess maybe some lefties would say. I don't know who would say that was a good maneuver or a smart maneuver. Mm. I think you irritated some people. You certainly got some attention, if that's the idea. Let's all talk about Hunter while Dad fails to respond appropriately to terrorist attacks from, like, the Houthi rebels Mm. raining down stuff on on our soldiers in the Middle East. Is it to take attention away from... The huge border issue that now I think vast majority of Americans know is happening. It is real and is not good for us. You've got House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. He offered highlights from Hunter Biden's surprise appearance uh, at his contempt of Congress hearing. He told Fox News that a pivotal point in the hearing was when Biden, who entered with attorneys Abe Lowell and Kevin Morris... Uh, By the way, I believe this Kevin Morris has something to do with financial stuff with Hunter. And if I have the person correct, they may also be the person who bought his artwork. So that was never even legit. No, 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 Bob. You you, you must be forgetting. We we were told that he was not going to know who bought his artwork. Mm. That's what we Well, somehow some things leaked out. Whether it's Mm. been proven or not, I don't know. All right. But... You know, this is what James Comer saying. Uh, oh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Hunter got up and left the room when the microphone was given to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> yes. Uh, despite uh, some Democrats reported claims the appearance was a publicity win for Biden, the play-by-play showed other evidence. He was there for about 15 minutes. Florida Democrat Jared Moskowitz was recognized. He said Hunter Biden is here to answer questions. And then his time expired. Well, he he wasn't invited no. to answer questions on that particular date. He didn't show up, but he was supposed to. This guy behaves like you know, somebody's on drugs. Well, and, and oh, and how many questions did Hunter actually answer? Well, here's the thing. Okay, the Democrat got to say his piece, and then you know how it works, the dog and pony show. They pass it on to the Republican. I recognized Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she was going to ask Hunter Biden questions because Moskowitz said he was there to answer questions. Right. As soon as he realized Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to ask him a question, (laughs) they got up and ran out of there. They knocked Uh, people over on their way out of the door. That's how much of a hurry they were in. Amazing. As Biden and his counsel made their exit, Green remarked, Excuse me, Hunter, apparently you're afraid of my words. Mm -hmm. At least his dad, the old man, he would have turned around and had some kind of retort, wouldn't he have? He'd have mumbled something. He wouldn't have let that lie. No. Comer said that episode showed that Biden was indeed not at all at the hearing to answer any questions. It's another example of his will to show the arrogance and entitlement that he's had his entire life. Look, this is an investigation of Joe Biden. It's about what his family did to receive the millions of dollars from our enemies around the world. And we just have simple questions that we need to ask Hunter Biden in a deposition. 
Later, another Republican in the hearing, Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina, told Jesse Waters, uh, primetime, that it was not only Green who had been interrupted. Mace recounted interruptions from the Democratic side of the dais uh, as her speaking time preceded mm-hmm. that of Moskowitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw at least some of the video from that. Yeah, she was saying, so. Do, and she kind of made it very personal. She's like, does a woman not have a right to speak here? And he just kept talking over her. Yep. She uh, contrasted Biden's behavior with that of former first son Donald Trump Jr., who sat for hours of depositions before a Democrat-controlled Congress because Donald Trump and every member of his family follows the law in this country, which is what we're about. This is complete hypocrisy. All right. Nice. So, you know, the saga that involves Hunter Biden... I don't think we've written the final chapter yet. It was a circus. Yeah. It was. You would think, I mean, he would make every attempt to, I don't know, appear, I guess, normal, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this earlier. I think what he's attempting to do is try to play the victim card. They're just after me. This is a witch hunt. And he's what he's trying to do via that is if he can effectively pretend like he's the victim and the mass media, you know, buys that yeah. baloney. And some of them have. Well, remember some of the things he did, you know, he was he was addicted to drugs. I mean, you know, you can't you can't hold someone, you know, accountable for that. Really? Well they might have seen the script before he did. <laughs> yeah. So play the victim card and that will also maybe gain him sympathy, mm-hmm. he thinks. And also It'll say, oh, well, if you don't think that I'm really a victim, then you shouldn't think that Donald Trump's a victim either. Hmm. That's what I believe they're attempting to do. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. And it's interesting that he didn't answer a subpoena, and that they were talking about contempt. They should have moved forward quickly on a contempt vote Oh yeah. and grabbed him right then. Yeah. I don't know if that from a protocol perspective, is possible, but that's what they should have done. Yeah, it turned into a circus, and then so the next thought is, all right, well, what was going on in the rest of the world where they purposefully wanted us to take our attention and focus it on Hunter? I mean, he's a jester. He's 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 kind of a clown of a character, and maybe they found a way to effectively use him. Mm, yeah, use him to draw attention to him while other things are going on. He's the shiny object over here with a distraction. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. But he created some chaos. Yes, he did. But his art, yeah, I'll, I'll find the story on that. Um, but I believe it's this one financial kind of guy who apparently has given him a lot of money. Uh, some people call him the so-called sugar brother, this guy Kevin oh, Morris. Oh, okay. Now, Abby Lowell, a longtime attorney, and you, you might have seen his face enough to kind of recognize him, especially um, if, if, you know, if you see him. But this other guy, Kevin Morris, apparently he's very wealthy. Hmm. You would never know it. He's kind of like Steve Bannon bum. <laughs> he's kind yeah. of like a, like a uh-huh. ba- in Bannon bo- bum mode. Right. Needs to shave. I got so much money, I don't need to shave. A little scruffy. I don't care if I come off looking like a homeless dude. (laughs) That's awesome.
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it is 9.15 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. Friday's right around the corner, my friends. Happy Thursday. Hang in there. We're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile on 97.3 The Sky. It's one thing to be like, I'm not very much a fan of your president. Now, 10 p.m. nights. But to be protesting to kill the Jews, who is you to be here on our college campuses? GTFO. On 97.3 The Sky. A lot of the talking heads thought that Nikki Haley kind of won the debate. But we all know who really won the debate last night. The guy that wasn't there, Donald Trump, as he appeared at a town hall meeting on Fox with Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. And I got to tell you, he knocked it out of the flipping park. It's 920 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. Some of your top stories, Nick Saban calls it quits at Alabama. Bill Belichick separates from the New England Patriots. Chris Christie drops out of the... <clears throat> yeah, Chris Christie drops out of the race. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and Hunter Biden, of course, crashes a hearing and creates chaos. All right, back to the debates. Actually, back to Donald Trump. His presence, his, his, he has a charisma about him. One of the reasons why he was able to be successful in business. But to transition that or, you know, transform himself into a TV star, he did that because he has, he has a certain charisma about him. Walked on stage, a confidence and a charisma. And he wasn't cocky. Right. And he wasn't over the top. His words were, I think, better measured than usual. Mm-hmm. He was upbeat uh, without any sort of hyperbole. He just struck exactly, I think, the exact right tone at the exact right time. One of the first things he talked about because this was another one of those kind of media slanderous type things. He, he's going to be a dictator from day one, and he, he's going to attack and go after you know Hillary Clinton or whoever the case may be. Well, I think he straightened everybody out on that particular issue. I'm not going to have time for retribution. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. And, and remember this. Our ultimate retribution is success. There you go. I like that Isn't line. that always? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So then he addressed the border issue that most Americans are extremely concerned about. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We're bringing everybody back to where they came from. We have no choice. We have no choice. The mechanism for that might be a bit difficult, could be a bit costly, but the cost of not doing anything, that's got to be pretty high, too. And there's costs that trickle all the way down to, say, kids that are just trying to attend school are told to study from home because we're going to use your your school to house 2,000 migrants. Yeah. Happening right now in, mm-hmm. uh, in Brooklyn. Happening right now. All right. So Trump goes on 
and uh, he assesses the great job that Joe Biden's doing. I think the economy is horrible, except the stock market's going up. And I think the stock market's going up because I'm leading Biden in all of the polls, every poll, every single poll. You know, and and, uh, I'm going to speak in very big generalizations, but, you know, the people in business, big business, the people that, you know, evaluate Mm -hmm. what something's worth, all these things, the market, they do look at what the future may hold. They are kind of predicting what the crosswinds are going to be. And and so for him to assess that market reaction to him doing well in the polls, actually, when you really start to think about it, it, it does make a lot of sense. And it's not just an arrogant, it's all about me type thing. There actually, I think, is something to it. Then he talks about Governor Ron DeSantis. When you look at Ron's numbers... He's practically out of the race. In fact, a lot of people say he's leaving the race after Iowa because he's doing so poorly. He's also doing very poorly, as you know, in New Hampshire. I mean, really poorly. Yeah, and then the idea of Christie came up. So kill two birds with one stone. You can attack Nikki using Chris Christie. Watch this. He had a hot mic where he was talking to somebody about uh, the weather, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the in the election, and I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, That's so awesome. he was actually right. So That's see good. how he took he took down Christie and uh, and Haley with one fell swoop. It was like a leg sweep. I, I think it was very well done. That was good. And but here's what Bill O'Reilly. Remember Bill O'Reilly? Oh yeah, he's he's still, yeah. Uh, he's still they keep him busy. I guess he's a, a Republican consultant among other things. And here here was his take. Okay, about. Haley versus DeSantis last night. He said that Haley had a great night. And as she's continuing her run of consistently crisp debate performances, she was sharp, informed, and compelling throughout the night. Her use of DeSantisLies.com was a smart rhetorical tactic by her campaign. Few will actually go to the website, but viewers heard that message over and over again, she drove it home. As for DeSantis, O'Reilly said the Sunshine State leader hit his marks, but he lacks the confidence that Haley exudes. This debate won't hurt DeSantis, but it did nothing to put momentum on his side. From that perspective, I have to agree. And what did I warn you of before this debate took place? That in substance, DeSantis should be able to run circles around Haley. However, She is superior when it comes to oration, her ability to express herself concisely. Uh, I think that everything she says is well thought out and in many cases probably well rehearsed. Not that DeSantis aren't, but she can come off making it sound very genuine and very natural. So, you know, Bill O'Reilly scoring her, you know, higher. Mm -hmm. I guess it just depends. Were you looking... To measure a performance, or were you looking to measure, you know, content, substance, things that matter? And does her track record back up uh, what she's pushing, promoting, and what she says she is for now? I feel like DeSantis has been more true to his put America first type thing. Yeah, I get it if he's being honest. These were all 
concepts that were that were pushed and packaged by Donald Trump. But that's that, that's not bad. That's good. I don't think Nikki Haley uh, subscribes to a lot of those same things. Although she may act like she does. And she is a good actress. A very good one. She might even be the Meryl Streep of politics. You heard it here first, folks. Give me credit, I say. 928. Right now on the Bob Rose Show, Greg Cassidy is here. About 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. That's where you call in with upbeat, positive thoughts, count your blessings kind of a thing. Stand by for that. More News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Right now on this sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. What a coward. As it happens. Stay the course. The state of our state is strong. The new station. The short-term spending bill. To prevent a government shutdown. It's a sellout. Boeing aircraft are going to be grounded. An impeachment for Mayorkas. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. On the sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Are the Holly Weirdos, some of them light bulbs are uh, going on? Really? Well, it's possible. Hmm. This could be a ray of hope. 936 (laughs) on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Thursday. Weekend's right around the corner. Where the 260 Hollywood stars and industry figures are condemning the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences uh, related to its DEI standards for the Oscars. If you're not familiar with the standards, if you want to be nominated to win Best Picture... You must prove that you have met the Academy's complex list of requirements that cover race, gender, and sexuality. Now, you think, oh, the lefty Hollywood uh, weirdos? Of course they would support DEI. Here's the problem. They put it together in such a way that it actually excludes Jewish folks from its DEI standards for the Oscars. David Schwimmer, Deborah Messing, and other stars and celebrities, you know, signed this open letter demanding the Academy include Jews, saying, and this is this is important, an inclusion effort that excludes Jews. Remember, it's inclusion, right? That excludes Jews is steeped in anti-Semitism and misunderstands it. Well, there you go. You just cracked the code if you didn't realize it. Hmm. Yes, those things that are forced inclusion are also going to be part of exclusion by its very nature. That's why it is so important to recognize Martin Luther King Jr. and his dream. Let's judge each other by the content of our character, not by the color of our skin. Or if you want to add to it, or... What sex the person is that we sleep with? Mm -hmm. 
And so this is a this is a an interesting example. Is this a quandary for for Hollywood and for left to center folks? Because remember, you know, there's a t- kind of a changing opinion in America. Uh, the younger folks, they are um, not as pro-Israel and pro-Jewish as a lot of us grew up mm-hmm. with that kind of thing. It doesn't seem to be, um, well, not only is it not as strong as it used to be, I would say anti-Semitism is, well, at the highest levels I that I personally can recall. Watch the college campuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jewish people being excluded from the Motion Pictures Academy representation and inclusion standards is discriminating against a protected class by invalidating their historic and genetic identity, according to that letter that many stars signed. This must be addressed immediately by including Jews in these standards. Hmm. I know this is going to sound crazy, but can a meritocracy exist in Hollywood? Could you possibly get a role for a movie because it is believed that you will do an incredibly good job playing that particular role? Or should it go back to, well, normally this role might call for, a, you know, an older white woman, but we're going to make it a, let's say a black person and... And they're going to be trans, and maybe with a handicap or something. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll throw that in there oh, just as a good, bonus. For good measure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And in other words, let's start with the premise and the idea that first we must check off all of these boxes. And heck, if it actually turns out to be a good movie with strong performances, wow. That's icing on the cake. Well, let's see if they've actually tried that. Even Maybe not to that great extent, but let's... Let's see if they've tried that before. Um, Ghostbusters. What was the original movie? Were they uh, three? Oh, they were three guys. Yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill Murray, so, Dan Aykroyd. So then what did we have yeah. to do? We had to come out with one that had women. Uh-huh. Uh, for some reason, we had to change change their sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite uh, British shows on BBC, Doctor Who. Uh, had been a man for every character prior until a few years ago. And then, oh, now Doctor Who is a woman. It's like they've tried this, and it's dismal every time they do it. You know, it's interesting once you dig into this. It says there are very few films about Jews aside from ones about the Holocaust. Moreover, when Jewish characters are featured, they are often played by non-Jews, a rare practice for other marginalized groups. But wouldn't you say, by and large, it's many Jewish actors that portray characters that are non-Jewish? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. I I think they are they talking about the one where um, uh, the big star Cooper Bradley Cooper. Yeah, where he they they make his nose bigger or something for the role. But again, it's acting. They've done that kind of thing forever to make someone look more Italian or more Irish with the color of their hair or whatever. It's always been done that way because it's acting. Only the last few years have they said, oh. That's a black role. You have to have, or that's not a good example, but a, they, a certain a role, for instance, one, that's a gay character, so you have to hire a gay person to do it. They've kind of gotten ridiculous in that they forget it's acting. 
Well, let's take it a step further. Yeah. I don't think that you should be able to make a prison movie uh-huh. that has what, like Tim Robbins in it. What was that? What was Shawshank? Who was in Shawshank, that? Yeah. You can't make a prison movie unless you actually use all prisoners. Hey, if you're going down that road, right? You've got tapes. If that's what you want, and you want to be very hard nosed about it, that's where you end up. Otherwise, you're marginalizing them as a group. Absolutely. <laughs> you're punishing them doubly for the crimes they've committed. I mean, that's. It is ridiculous. People with too it much really time is. on their hands. It is also yeah. interesting from the perspective of did you grow up thinking that the Jewish folks had a pretty big hand in all of Hollywood, the success of Hollywood, oh, we grew the up making of. They owned it pretty much. That's, I, that was the impression we got. I think that's not an unfair assessment, at least for a certain period of time. Well, didn't didn't one of the things that got Nixon in trouble was making reference to the Jews that basically ran the industry, right? So it was, if not a presumption, if it wasn't real, it was sure a presumption. And you know, to add on to that kind of ironic and interesting twist, is that you know Germany uh, was really wanting to get into the business of competing directly with Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But then when they began <laughs> blaming the Jews for everything, mistreating them, putting them in their own ghettos, right. and then the more sinister things that, that took place later, in concentration camps and the mass murdering, so any Jews that were capable of doing it ran away. They escaped. Yes. And so they left uh, Germany. Without the kind of creative force that they had represented previous, mm-hmm. and that was taken advantage of, if you will, by by Hollywood, and those folks did very, very well for themselves, and, you know, the whole idea of German, you know, uh, movies right. competing with Hollywood mm-hmm. never did come to fruition, so... That's interesting, though, but you'd think with their long, rich history of Jewish folks in Hollywood that you wouldn't have to actually, you know, make sure that there's inclusion efforts. But if you're excluding them in your inclusion efforts, then... That seems to be what they're mad about. Not that DEI exists, but that they weren't part of it. Let's judge each other by the content of our character, not by the color of our skin. Hmm. Are they teaching here. that concept in school? They're, they're not if they're doing that. What was it, critical race theory? Mm-hmm. That's the exact antithesis of everything MLK Jr. stood for. And, and all this DEI and all that is as well. Yeah, absolutely. How come people haven't you know, woken up to that? How come the, they don't realize you know, what, what, is, what is taking place? Mm-hmm. You want laws and rules that protect the individual. Not protecting groups, protect the individual. All individuals. There. It's covered. But here we are. Yep. All right. Um, We covered a lot of the headlines, but in case you didn't uh, catch them, some of the top stories. Chris Christie's dropped out of the GOP race. He was a non-factor anyway, other than his big mouth. Uh, Nick Saban has retired from Alabama. That was huge. And then Bill Belichick said, hold my beer. And now he and (laughs) the Patriots have parted ways after him coaching there for 24 years. These are people with incredible levels of success uh, in their particular uh, sports. And also Pete Carroll. 
is stepping down from the Seahawks, but they're giving him a chance to have some sort of consultant role. I don't know if that's to kind mm. of save face or whatever. Does that okay? But let's say you've got a position, and then they okay. We're going to move you from that position, but we're going to still put you over here. So you got a gig. I, I realize maybe the money would help that decision, depending on your situation. But your ego is not going to feel all too taken care of. Well, how do you handle that? Well, you know? and and if you look at things contractually, I guess in many of these cases, uh, you know, the, the people will walk away with maybe a substantial amount of money true and instead they should stay on and take some torturous role backseat driver Mm -hmm. i don't know how many people could effectively do that or want that to do that that's the key the want to do you want to be in that secondary position everybody looking at you going yep you used to be the guy, and now you're that guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at it clearly from, okay, I'm taking on a completely different role, but whatever role I take on, I'm still going to be a competitor, a winner, mm-hmm. and I'm going to run my particular people and in what I'm in charge of in that way. So it kind of comes down to self-evaluation and your own good attitude. And what other options are available to you and what you want to do. I mean, Pete, sure. Pete Carroll, even though he still looks like he's you know, 27, is actually 117. Wow, he's held up really well. He certainly he has. Held up well. He's, good. Yeah, he's drinking that uh, <laughs> Joe Biden walk. No. Oh, no. no. Not drinking the Joe. No, he's not. Hope not. 947 on the Bob Rose Show. Coming up next, it's your turn. Things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Count your blessings kind of a thing. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. The Democrat Party has been the breeding ground of anti-American hate for a long, long time. Six weeknights. Turning one group of Americans against another group of Americans. On 97.3, the sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Another beautiful day, another day in paradise, my friends. Attitude. The attitude of gratitude is very strong. 9.53 right now. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's time for uh, things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts you share with us. Brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. Call now, 877-975-9825. Nostradamus, what's making you smile? Hey, Bob, I'll tell you what's making me smile. Yesterday I had a beautiful salad from my garden. I grow my... Uh, vegetables like lettuce and, and peppers and stuff like that in containers so I can move them around, keep them safe from the cold weather and everything. And I had a nice salad, roast chicken uh, with some black-seeded Simpson lettuce, some poblano peppers from my garden, fresh. Nothing like having a fresh salad in the middle of winter right out of your garden. Don't have to worry about listeria or salmonella or pesticides, and I know who's touched it. And that's making me smile. That's that is... Uh... That's good stuff. Good point. And um, we we all should take a better interest oh, or yeah. a bigger interest in, in gardening, those of us that, that have. But I, I made a little foray into it a few years back, mm-hmm. and um, I just felt like, you know, Mother Nature was just kicking my butt. <laughs> and, it wasn't working out for you. And huh? I'm thinking, you know, yeah, I'm trying to grow my own, uh, you know, fresh food, which sure. will be healthier. Uh, but then I end up putting on, you know, this stuff called Seven, you know? Seven is a pesticide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. First I used seven, then I ate. Uh, Okay. 
Wow. I don't get okay. anything for that? No. no. First I use no. seven, no. then I eight. If you got to beg for it, you know, it's just not the same. So. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's a tough crowd, I tell you. Hey, big shout out to everybody uh, hanging out last night with the uh, Gainesville City Lifestyle Magazine folks. And what the, kind of lifestyle is that, Greg? It's a, a very nice one, actually. Alternative? L- uh, not that Mainstream? really. Mainstream? Well, not pretty much, Upscale? Yeah. A lot of business folks from around uh, the Gainesville area hanging out last night and uh, had a great time. Some Sky fans there, of course. They uh, asked uh, about me? Oh, every one of them. That's all I wanted to hear. I know. You made me smile, Greg. Oh, good. See what you did there? I, I tried. So you had a good time, though? Absolutely. I heard they're nice people they that, are. that run the show. All right. Coming up, The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Ah, resolutions. I could lose a few pounds. Maybe save some money. And be less stressed. Resolutions. What? What? What are you doing? We make them. Idiot. But some of us <laughs> don't keep them. Check back in for details at the top of the hour. Breaking news at once. I'm at the sky, country. we'll be sure to keep our promise to present news that matters to you. Learn how to drive. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Throw that stress one out the window. Time now for the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. A British man found himself uh, afoul of the law. Yes. He put something on eBay. 26-year-old Drew Marshall claimed that he was the owner of a walking stick used by the late Queen Elizabeth. And that he was a senior footman at Windsor Castle. And claimed that the monarch used this as she struggled with her mobility. The auction reached $686 before Marshall canceled the listing. Because they learned that police launched an investigation. Yep. And he got busted and was sentenced to one-year probation and ordered to pay nearly $800 in restitution. Good thing he wasn't in Singapore. He would have been caned. Get it? That's your smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. See ya. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.